No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world, and needless to say, I'm here with Guar. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> how you guys doing? Yeah. You're here. We're here. I can honestly say that this is a podcast that I never once suspected would happen. Uh, yeah, me either. Yeah, where are we good? I don't know. Los Angeles. This is the No Jumper podcast. We primarily interview rappers and stuff. So really, actually, there's only a handful of rock bands that have ever even been on here. I had my buddies in this hardcore band in Sendieri. I had uh, White Trash Rob from Blood for Blood. Not sure if you're familiar. No, not at all. No, okay. <laughs> that's good. No respect for the art form. Uh, yeah, that's all right. But um, yeah, not, not a lot of rock bands have come on here. So props to you guys for, for breaking down doors. Oh, yeah. We're always eager to get in where we haven't been. Yeah. Do you guys have much uh, expertise in hip-hop? you know much about it? Uh, yeah, I, I like it. I, I listen to hip-hop. Yeah, sure. I don't know about expertise. You mm. know, I, I, uh, I know what I like. I mean, uh, and, and uh, I try to stay current. Mm. Mostly I just chase down cars that are playing loud music. You know? uh, let right. me ask you a question, though. Little, little Pump. Yeah, I, you know, like I don't understand Little Pump. What you is don't. up with that? Um, I guess you could kind of summarize him as, you know, a teenage boy who raps and spends, about like one thing, right? Well, primarily like drugs, I guess, and maybe <laughs> getting pussy and, you know, it's really not so different right. from probably yeah, what you guys. It yeah. seems very repetitive. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's young, you know, <laughs> that's great. Hey, can I tell you guys about my first time getting in tune with Guar? Yes. Oh, please do. Sure. 1998. Worcester Palladium. Oh, hell yeah. Scared shitless. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, but man, like, it really, when I think about my first time seeing Guar, it really takes me back to how scary metal seemed to me as a youngin. Well, yeah, um, you were about to die. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm surprised you escaped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of the power of Guar is that <clears throat> we create very primal scenes in a live situation that uh, hopefully it does make people turn around and look at themselves, look at each other and think, you know, what are we doing here? Bathing in the blood of innocence. And right. crapping their pants at the same time. Yeah, yes. there, there was defecation, there was blood, <laughs> there was giant penises. It was oh, yeah. really uh, quite a time in my life. Because I had just seen Cradle of Filth a little bit earlier, uh, oh, maybe like boy. the year before. And that was impressive and fucking scared the shit out of me. Just the shrieking and the, yeah. the white face paint and the <laughs> their hands were moving so fast. It freaked yeah. me the fuck out. And then I saw you guys and I was just kind of like, they're aliens. That's right. <laughs> right. That's what yeah. we are. Yeah. We're not from Earth. We're, we're visiting, I guess. Right. <laughs> so, uh, illegal aliens. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Actually, we don't I, have papers. As, lo as long as we're talking about <laughs> things papers. that you guys are not ready for in any sense at all, they probably never thought we were going to talk about. It. You see, all these bands are pulling out of working with Amazon because Amazon provides technology to ICE. Really? I, I didn't, didn't know that. I didn't know anything about this. That's Scary amazing. Shit. Yeah. Uh, kudos to Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Amazon are the ones supporting the, the deportation oh, oh, efforts. Oh, really. oh, wait a minute. I'm, I thought you meant ice the drug. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys into that? Ice, yeah, yeah. Ice. That's what we they, do anything. Yeah, literally I mean, anything. Really? Any drug you name, we we will do. And yeah, we, we sample the smorgasbord you, you humans make every day. It's amazing. Wow, that's amazing. Jankum. 
Jacob's a, Jacob's oh. a favorite. Jacob is a favorite. <laughs> My friend has actually an amazing video. This guy, Justin Wang, he made this great video about the origins of Jankum and did people ever really huff Jankum <laughs> and where did this actually happen in the world? And he kind of concluded that, yes, there, there have been people on earth who did this, <laughs> who shit and piss in bags or whatever and just left it to ferment and Desperate then inhaled to get it to get fucked up. Have you, have you, have you really done Jankum? What was that like? I mean, uh, yeah, no, no, we, uh, I don't think we've ever really done Jacob. <laughs> oh, okay. I tell you what, I have done. I've smoked cream. banana peels. I used to cut up ping pong balls and inhale them. That kind of thing. <laughs> inhale ping pong balls. You ever eat a light bulb? Uh, didn't eat a light bulb. I shoved one up my butthole. Wow. But uh, you know that was. A mistake. <laughs> when I think about the '90s, that was kind of what the '90s was all about. Shoving just, light bulb, just, butt. Yeah. just shoving random crap up there. You know, yeah. you watch Jackass, and it's like he's got a he's got a Hot Wheel car in his butthole. Yeah, I know. This was a fluorescent light bulb. That, you know, it was kind of long. What was it like an eat me side? What it was really, it? Really, really caused <laughs> caused me a lot of pain. Right. Yeah, he shoves cars up his butt. Big deal. I shove <laughs> actual dump trucks up my butt. Right. One thing that goes kind of underrated with you guys is the fact that you do carry quite a musk with you into a room. Oh yeah. These these uh. Well, what are you I, getting turned on? It's, it's cool. It's the smell it's cool, of bar. It kind of cool. reminded me of like a high school locker room when I walked out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It smells like that sort of. Yeah, foot and butt. How would you uh, describe it, since this is obviously your actual body, your well, actual Well, I mean, your skin. eyes are watering, so that should tell you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a kush, my friend. <laughs> yeah, no, that is... He's not high. It's actually the, the steak. People talk about, you know, the smell of, of, of guar. It, it's mm. a real thing. Right. The backstage area is... Uh, we like to assault all senses. Yeah, mm. it's ripe. So do you guys have sex with human females? Anything. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're a little fragile, yeah. you know, that easily breakable. I mean, mm. I actually prefer cows. Bovine. I was thinking yeah, that. I was going to say bovine, yeah. you're a taste. Yeah. I was thinking that that seems like it might be more of a match. Yeah, figure. it is. Cows, <laughs> sturdy Coke machines. Right. Sturdy frame. Yeah. yeah. Do, you ever, do you ever watch Game of Thrones and look at that army of the dead and think, like, I would have been able to really fit in with them <laughs> i watch it and think wow i wish the army of dead were on here more often because this is boring as fuck. <laughs> Dude, let's talk about it some more <laughs> i know that's not crazy you watch like 10 episodes of the show and you only really care about the violence and the death and the debauchery yeah and yeah. They're, they're winter, winter, emotional winter shit show me more giants i want to see what the giants yeah, are the doing giants the giants were the best part yeah, yeah winter was coming way of, way too long in yeah, that, in that just show. a bunch of crap mm. So let's talk about uh, the early days of Guar. How did, how did this all begin? Mm, well. <laughs> it's like a constant decision for you guys if you want to. Uh, I feel like you guys are tempted to get out of character uh, right now. What do you mean get, get out of character? Yeah. I don't understand this. What are you talking about? I feel like you guys want to just have a real deal conversation yeah. and tell me about your lives and shit. And then you're like, nah, I got to talk about this <laughs> spaceship <laughs> shit. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, you know, the 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 the, the Guar story is that we were banished here to the planet Earth. Mm. Um, uh, we were we were tasked with taking over the planet, but once we got here, we discovered that we liked the drugs, we liked the alcohol, we liked, you know, mm. and and our manager Sleazy P Martini, who found us down in Antarctica, he looked at us and he said, "You are the stupidest thing I've ever seen." I think that you would make excellent professional wrestlers and rock musicians. Mm. So, you know, we learned how to play rock music, sort of, mm. <laughs> and learned how to wrestle, 
Sort, sort of. of. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the next thing we know, we were sitting on top of the world. But wrestling would have been nice, too. I yeah. feel like nowadays people can do both, right? Yeah, yes. well, we, we do We do the, re you know, we have a wrestling show that we've done right. several times. We've wrestled uh, wrestled all kinds of, of creatures. Uh -huh. And uh, politicians and celebrities as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that's an interesting as part a, about As it. a nice segue, though, that uh, story you're asking about is actually in that graphic novel that's sitting in front of you. That's true. We have right here, available in finer comic book <laughs> establishments in Barnes & Noble, I would assume, or online, probably, definitely, yes. uh, Guar, the enormous gigantic fail. fail and yes. so uh you is how many compost do you guys have out like is this is this uh, a new geez, thing i or? think we're in like the 15 16 range at this point oh okay that's uh, dope this one's a new accounting of actually what he just truncated uh it's actually the blunder that got them banished to earth in the first place wow really so it's kind of an origin story yeah, that's yeah. correct Nice. That's dope. We're always telling an origin story. <laughs> it heard, seems like I heard awful rumors that you guys are actually from Virginia. Well, you know, there's there's our human slaves. Yeah, their who, slaves uh, are from Virginia. Yes. The human slaves of Guar uh, met in Richmond, Virginia, and uh, that is, you know, there's a, an art school there, uh -huh. uh, and none of them actually went to the art school. I think if, <laughs> if, if I'm correct, they all got Pretended thrown out or school. they started, and then they were promptly kicked out right uh and, and wow, art school so you guys probably if this had happened like 30 years later you guys would, probably would have been like antifa you guys would have been running around beating up people in the streets and nah, shit. i don't, no. know, about I don't that. know about that totally i mean you know we had that option back then too <laughs> but no i mean you know the the, the humans they, they tapped into the sort of hardcore punk scene which was going on at the time and uh and, uh, you know, in the early days of Guar, when we were coming across the country mm. uh, in our yellow school bus shaped, bat shaped helicopter. Yes. Uh, it was actually a yellow school bus. <laughs> um, you know, we, we, we played all the punk rock, all of, all of the venues that were carved out by Black Flag, Circle Jerks, uh, the Dead Kennedys, that whole circuit. Mm. Uh, and that, that was the beginning of Guar. Guar started as a punk rock Band. When I think of Guar, I think of you guys sort of transcending a lot of, uh, you know, musical boundaries in the sense that you don't necessarily stay in like a straight thrash or punk or, you know, some some of these songs I'm listening to. This sounds like a fucking straight up Iron Maiden fucking influence yeah. song. You know, it's like I feel like you guys maybe through the fact that you are aliens and you have been sent here to destroy mankind or whatever, that you feel a certain freedom that other bands haven't felt to bounce around between genres. Uh, I think that's absolutely true. Mm. Yes, we don't. I mean, you know, for one thing, we're not bound to the ridiculous. I mean, you think you think Guar has an image, right? Mm. I mean, these bands have an image. They have an orthodoxy. Right. You know, there's something that they're doing uh, again and again and again. And uh, and and they're they're playing inside of a genre. To, to some degree, the most the most successful bands are the ones who most accurately reflect the genre that they're in. Mm. Uh, uh, Guar's never been that way. We right. have the freedom to, uh, you know, we're not trying to be cool. We're not bound by cool. Mm. Guar is not fucking cool. Right. Not by anybody's no. standards. We are unfucking cool. Just look at us. Look cool. at me. I've got four dicks <laughs> and a sideways vagina. That's not cool. <laughs> I mean... In some certain way, when this idea became conceptualized, there had to have been a degree of marketing expertise, Absolutely some sort not. of brilliance. No. no? Ah, yeah, I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Sleazy P. Martini, the manager for Guar, you know, I mean, certainly he thought that we were going to be the next big thing. Yes. And that's what we keep saying. We're going to be the next big thing. We've been the next big thing for 37 years. 37. 
I don't know how long. Something, 30, something like that. In the ballpark. So when I saw Gore in 98, it wasn't exactly a new idea at that no, point. The no. grind had been cemented already. Yeah, yeah we were still, by that point. Yeah, by that time, we were the next big thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of the For reality. Like the third time. <laughs> there are very, very few rock bands that seem like they've got it made. You know, like everybody still has to tour like crazy. Yep. It's, it's a straight up fucking war no matter what. I mean, guess if you're Metallica or Slayer, maybe you got a little bit more money in the bank and shit and it's nice. But I mean, even the big, like Bar is a huge, well-known band that damn near everybody our, our, in our demographic knows about. But it's never going to be something where you can just sit back and just coast by off the fucking royalties. It's I a mean, goddamn grind, yeah. man. It's a goddamn grind. It is. You know, and, and I mean... I mean, well, I'm not complaining, you know, but uh, but I'll complain, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, everybody everybody has to tour, everybody has to go out, nobody's buying records anymore. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean, back what in the day, buying? yeah, yeah, back in the day, we Cocaine. figured we, we imagined that we would sell, you know, videos, but but then that didn't exactly work out either. What, so. Porno videos or what kind? Well, you know, I mean, the, the, at the time, MTV was going. We thought, you know, but MTV doesn't exist anymore. You know, we were making long-form videos, uh, which were really movies. I mean, we made two Guar movies. Mm. Um, uh, both of them are completely indecipherable. Right. <laughs> you can't tell what, what the fuck they're about. Is that so? But they're funny. Okay. They're really funny. I got to really watch. Fun to watch. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, is there any extent to? Uh, do you ever think about what it would be like to be a band of just guys who wear jeans and t-shirts and go on stage and just basically are <laughs> wearing? What yeah, it probably would be. I mean, you know, I mean, of course, you know, there's a lot less uh, preparation time. Mm, hell yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, yeah, it, it, that, that just just fucking boring. I mean, there's when so we started. When we started, that was boring, and it's boring now. It hasn't gotten any less boring. Right. And as a matter of fact, heavy metal, now that everything's made with computers, including heavy metal, right. has just gotten more and more atavistic, self-serving slock. It's just mm. crap. Right. You know, I mean, it, it, you know, the more inward looking musicians are, the more contemptible they are, in my view. <laughs> really? That's interesting. Yes. There's all there's such a priority put on like exploring yourself and becoming deeper and deeper and exploring new terrain as you get deeper right. in the music business and you guys basically just think that that's stupid. Yeah, we we, we live on the surface. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if I explore myself, I get really scared. Mm. I don't want to explore. Or aroused maybe. Uh, right. No, that's definitely I've got true. a lot of secrets. Let's just say I'm not going to be doing LSD anytime soon. Uh, you don't want all that shit coming up to the surface? No, no. Yeah. Do you, do you recall a time back in the day where you guys met up with Joan Rivers? Because I was watching this last oh, yeah. night, and wow, what a what a time that must have been. Uh, yeah. it I, was. Think, I think you weren't yourself, dude. I wasn't myself, but I was there uh -huh. uh, in, in another form. Right. And uh, yeah, Joan Rivers, I mean, she was, I remember I'd been watching The Tonight Show, and I thought she was like, you know, six feet tall or something. Mm. But she was three and a half feet tall, <laughs> right? which was very weird. Um, before she performed, they had a woman come out that looked just like her mm. who did a warm-up routine. Uh, the whole thing was really weird. I mean, it was all filmed at, like, I think we had to wake up at 4.30 in the morning and oh go down God. there. And, uh, and, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it, was, it was fun, though. I mean, she was uh, a very, very funny lady, mm. and she was uh, very, very good to Guar. She appreciated what we were doing. And she actually dissed Sally Jesse Raphael on that episode, totally. which I thought was amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, what, what, why did you just decide that this was the moment to take the gloves off? I was like, wow. You've probably already done that on Sally. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite moment was when Odorous said, 
Give her a hand. Yeah. And then he actually gave her a severed hand. Wow. You know, it's crazy to think about how different that era of sort of like daytime talk show shit was. Because, I mean, back in the day, you had what, what Gigi Allen on fucking Jerry Springer or oh, some man. shit. They would have different Nazis Everybody. coming on all the time just so that the audience would have something to boo at. It was yeah. just a straight up free show. I liked it a lot. I actually missed that. Yeah. And I think we were on... Uh, on Joan with uh, it, like she was doing a series that week where she had other bands that were oh. uh, that were, you know, like she I think I know she had Dread Zeppelin on. Oh, yeah. Uh, and guys. she might have even had ICP on in that little. Stri- I don't, How do you I, feel about ICP? You know what? Clowns versus aliens could get complicated, you know? I'll tell you what. The way I feel about ICP. Uh, I think that, you know, there's it, it's, it's a little bit problematic, the music. Um, from a cultural standpoint. Uh, but uh, as far as, you know, what I really like is that they support the morbidly obese. Mm. They're the only show that I can go to and buy a T-shirt in my size, mm. which is 9X. Or really, if you were looking for a, a female sex partner, I'm sure that you could find a lot of morbidly obese sex partners at an average ICP show. No offense to the morbidly obese or ICP. I'm sure that they would embrace that. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, the way that those guys built themselves up, you talk about marketing genius, pretty pretty slick. Right. They function like a cult. Yeah. And, and, or a uh, gang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I sense that there was a time, and that's what the FBI said, I believe. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I get the sense that maybe in your younger days of war that you would have looked at ICP and thought this shit is stupid as fuck, but now you kind of, time goes by, you sort of look at it more objectively. Yeah, I mean, I've always been a little suspicious of uh, white dudes doing hip hop, honestly. Mm. But, um, understandably. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that that I condemn it. Uh, I don't. I think that there's a long tradition mm. of, uh, and that music is is actually the racing of music is actually much more complicated than people understand. Right. But uh, as far as uh, as far as ICP goes, uh, yeah, I mean, I just I do like the following that they have and the way that they built themselves up and what they try to do for people, mm. even though they, uh, they come off as, as complete dipshits. You know what? Mm. Nobody does know how magnets work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Me neither. Everybody's laughing. Mm. Who fucking knows? Nobody, Nobody knows. I don't know. No. Scientists don't literally do not know how magnets work. Is that true? That is That's correct. Wow. Look yes. it up. That's the guy's right. Let me ask you this. When I first saw Gore in 98, I'm pretty sure that there was, it would have been George Bush being sort of assaulted on stage. It was 98 George Bush was in office? I hope I'm not fucking this up. Let's see. That would have been. <laughs> uh, George Bush? Yeah, it was Clinton, right? At that point. 98 still. was Clinton. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. we, were, we, were, we were definitely slapping Clinton around still. Right. Yeah. Okay. So but we slapped every president. I mean, we dug up Reagan and killed him again. Yeah. But see, that's <laughs> what I wanted to know is, was it a little too contentious to, to beat up Obama? Was no. It, did that feel different? No. Okay. Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, Clinton, you know, the guy, he fucked a chick with a cigar in the Oval Office. That's some weird shit. That's worthy of applause right there. Yeah. (laughs) I think he gave her like an ashtray or something. Like, here, thanks. Here's an ashtray. Imagine he had done some normal shit and just got head or something. And like the the cigar. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And then he's freaky. And then he like just came all over her dress. Jeez. Show some self control, man. (laughs) I know. I know, but Obama, yeah, I know. I mean, Obama gets into. You remember how upset people were because Obama wore a tan suit? Right. I mean, boy, the bar has really lowered, yeah. has it not? <laughs> totally. He's wearing a tan suit that's unpresidential. I mean, yesterday, Trump called 
fellow Republicans, human scum. Yeah. That sounds like something that in the late 90s you would probably only really hear in the context of like a heavy metal concert. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, there was a war song called scum. scum or something. <laughs> yeah. And even then, that would seem a little bit offensive. Right. It, it, I mean, you know, Trump comes out every night. And, and at this point, we're, we're trying to get him to join Guar because yeah. he seems like Guar. You know, he's Very unkillable. Like theatrical. Yeah, theatrical. Uh, he sucks my dick every night, by the way, yeah, on really? stage. Yeah, yes. Gives oh, him a okay. presidential yes. head. That's People, cool. Yeah, hail to the chief. People yeah. get fucking upset, let me tell you. Hmm. Especially the that, bouncers. Yeah, like that's too far. The yeah. bouncers. The <laughs> bouncers tend to be the Trump supporters. Yeah. Yeah. The commander yeah. chief giving head. Yeah, they always turn around and you'll see them. They give this disgusted look like, simplify, motherfucker. But you never had any serious uh, pushback from like the conservative community in regards to that. So I'm sure you guys used to get more shit back in the day oh, and maybe oh, not yeah. so much now. Yeah, and it's a confusing landscape. You know, back in the day, it was, to, you know, Al Gore's wife, Tipper Gore, right. uh, that was causing problems for, for rock bands. And Gore was we were censored. I mean, we were absolutely censored. We did a show uh, in uh, North Carolina uh, where that was interrupted by the police. Mm. We did a show in Athens, Georgia that was interrupted by police. And was this all because of simulated sex acts? Uh, the f yeah, Athens, basically. Athens yeah. was because we actually put a spear up a cop's butt in the show. Uh, yeah. yeah, which we do in the show tonight, by the way. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then uh, the police, the, the chief of police was there and saw it. Oh. And he didn't like it, and he shut the show down. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the show that was in uh, that was in North Carolina, though. That's a story worth telling. I mean, yes. we're sitting there playing. The the back of the club opens up. You can see that a line of policemen come in. I think they anticipated there was going to be some trouble. Right. So you had the uniform cops come in. And then on stage, you know, I look over and there's this guy that looks like Barney Miller going, hey, hey, come here, come here, come here. And we're like, fuck you, man. Get off of the stage. You know, and then they yeah. open their sports coat and they've got fucking pistols. Uh -huh. So they take us in the dressing room. They have a odorous Urungus, God rest his soul, uh -huh. uh, take off all of his clothes except for his big giant fucking dick. Right. And then they take a picture of it. Then they put on rubber gloves, pick the dick up as if it's a disgusting object, and place it in a five-gallon bucket and carry it away. What the fuck? So the, the dick was arrested, too. The dick it was, was ridiculous. taken into custody. That's yeah. evidence. That's evidence right yeah. there. And that's that's actually the subject of our first movie is yeah. uh, Phallus in Wonderland. It's about the struggle of that dick to find odorous. Right. Uh, but, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, and nothing came out of that suit. Uh, uh, unfortunately, the human slave of odorous I, I, it w was Canadian. Yeah. So... Uh, we copped a plea, which, yeah. uh, you know, Jello Biafra's never let me forget that, let me tell you. Really? Oh, he's, he's somebody you, you Why count as a friend, Why didn't you fight right? it? What? Yeah, you should have fought it. He's a longtime friend of the band? Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's cool. That's yeah. good to know. You guys got some some connections out there. Yeah. You know what I always found really interesting was it felt like Tipper Gore and the whole establishment at the time, they just really, really wanted to go after, you know, NWA and Eminem and all this offensive rap music, but they couldn't just go at music coming from the urban community so they had to go after cannibal corpse and they had to throw gore in the mix they had to find some white people to be mad about too because if it was all ice cube taking the shit then it wouldn't have looked right so meanwhile so you have nwa who's like ruling the charts yeah and then you have Amazing. Guar and cannibal corpse who popular for their 
genre, but relatively small in comparison. And they're making it out as if, you know, Cannibal Corpse is, is this fucking nightmare well, they, they, scenario. Well, they did take people like Judas Priest and all these other people to, to task as right. well. But We're covering many decades yes. worth of metal yes. right there, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of ridiculous that they centered it on NWA and all that because, I mean, they were definitely a voice of the time. Mm. And that was amazing. I loved everything they did. And, in fact, we loved it so much we kind of ripped off parts of their songs. Right. Oh, is that true? I got to look out for uh, yeah, the song Salamanizers has a, you know, here's a little song from a god to a slave. Never okay. should have been let out the fucking microwave. Right. That kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean. We were playing it every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, uh, and there seemed to be, I think that you're right to point out a racial aspect to that. Right. Because it always was miraculous to me that we're doing what we do and they're going after two live crew. It's right, like, you know, yeah. what are we chop liver? We're yeah. over here fucking, you know, like, like raping children on stage. What, right. what, what's going on? Why right. aren't you going after us? Right. Well, it's because Come on, more heat on us. <laughs> I think they perceive of us as white monsters. I don't know. Right. It's different. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy to think about. So when you guys went on uh, Joan Rivers, though, she seemed to be enjoying you guys. She liked it. She did. Yeah. Did you have many of those appearances in which they tried to approach you from maybe more of a self-serious perspective where they were like angry with you about what you're putting out into the world ah i can't recall one uh for the most part people they uh, get it yeah people get it and people understand guar um and and i think that they recognize its uh, satirical value mm. Um, certainly Joan Rivers did, and we were a little bit surprised at that. Her her handlers had given her some questions that, that were a little adversarial, mm. um, but she she accepted our explanations and just moved on from it very quickly. And for the most part, I mean, I don't remember. Springer didn't didn't no. challenge, uh, you know. Uh, he got I think it. Yeah, I think maybe the—and and, 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 uh, Odorous was on uh, Fox News Red Eye for yeah. a long time. Right. He was a guest on there. Yeah, intergalactic commentator. Yeah. I mean, and, you guys kind of— resemble like a lot of the pundits on Fox News to be totally <laughs> honest kind of like giving off like a Sean Hannity type vibe in a lot of ways well I mean you know like, <laughs> should I be offended <laughs> I mean Guar is like uh, I think in some ways it, it, it it's a it's an empty vessel for people you know I think I, I'm constantly surprised uh, uh, at, at people who who are staunch conservatives that are like yeah Guar you guys really support all the things that we stand for and right. i'm like really uh but that's the know. weird thing of how <laughs> much do? the, the <laughs> idea of like free speech has sort of become this like weirdly right-wing yeah. talking point now right. no like, it, has. That, it has that, that yeah. appeals to a lot of people now but i mean you know punk rock uh it has always had a sort of populist slant where mm. people can make it mean what they want you know i mean like populism it's not really a political stance you know right. like, like punk rock you know you've got screwdriver they're punk rock, kind of, right? right? right yeah. And then you've got the Dead Kennedys, you know? Right. I mean, there's a wide sort of philosophical gap between those two. But Anybody who's ever tried to be like, oh, punk rock is this political viewpoint is right. clearly missing out. Yeah, on they're not getting what punk yeah. rock is. Right. <laughs> and I think, I think that, you know, there's enough about what we do that leaves people room uh, to, they just graft their own politics onto what we do. Right. Um, you know, I tell you one thing that there is no, you asked about Obama. We did kill Obama. We killed him unflinchingly. Yes. And we killed Bernie. Right. We killed Hillary. We killed everybody. Yeah. AOC coming soon. 
<laughs> not yet. You know, no. that, that, that hasn't even. Ilhan uh, Omar. I can imagine that some of this getting real controversial. Well, well, the thing about it is that 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 it wasn't controversial. Mm. The fans didn't take exception until we started killing Trump. Yep. You know, like really? so. So it's like, you know, Very liberals odd. are supposed to be so thin skinned. That's not what I'm seeing. Right. I'm seeing a lot of little bitches with their panties in a wad. Yes. Because we're fucking killing their big, stupid looking president. <laughs> right. And not only that, but he's getting me. I'm fucking skull fucking him every night. Right. Jeez, it's great. You should see the sh- the cum shot. Oh, yeah, the boys. cum shot's beautiful. Yeah. And I've so- been taking a volumizer I bought off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's visual disgust in the crowd when oh, Trump yeah. gets defiled every night. Completely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's shaking some, their head. You know, some states, it's an audible groan. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, no, you can't but, do that. Imagine, but they love it when we kill him. Yeah. Killing right. him is fine. Skull Give, fucking him yeah. is not. Imagine job's too far. how yeah. hypocritical you would look if you had left Obama out or if you fucking tailored your act to what state you were oh, yeah. in. That's like yeah. an untenable solution that is not going <laughs> to fucking work. So you you got to stay true regardless of the fact that people might get offended. Yeah, you got to kill time. the man, whatever color he is. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's gospel right there. Yeah. Right. Guar has always had, you know, the politics of chaos. I mean, mm. that's that's we're on the side of chaos. Right. And uh, and that that is neither conservative nor liberal. Gore is not concerned with these sorts of, of, of binaries. Right. Uh, you know, we do what we what we like to do. Uh we know that it's objectionable. I'll tell you one thing. The world has gotten to be such a shitty, fucking insane place that, yeah. like, you know, like, it's, it's almost like, well, who doesn't cut head offs on, heads off on television? You right. Know? It's, like, it's hard to keep up with humans. Yeah. yeah. I was reading somebody who was, like, playing. Uh, it was somebody who was on SNL, I think, playing, you know, a Republican or playing Trump or some shit like that. And they were saying, it's like, it's very hard to make these jokes now because the shit that's going on in real life, it's like, it's hard to be... <clears throat> A caricature of that because yeah. what's going on in the White House is so no, we, absurd. We, we it's try, absolutely true. We tried to keep, create scenarios that were like we thought were ridiculous that Trump would never do, mm. and then within a week of the tour, he actually did what we're doing on stage, and we're just like, what? You know, <laughs> it's, it's reality is yeah. just nuts now. Right. Yeah. This this show has been particularly predictive of like you know as we've toured the country and things have steadily unfolded. It's a uh, um, the How do you keep so, up with them? Yeah, it, it gets more and more uh, uh, prescient. I don't know. Like it's just like seems like it's uh, you know Guar is foretelling the future or something. Right. Can we talk about the changes that have gone on? You you lost your leader Odorous at some point a couple of years ago. Uh, how he was kind of the the mouthpiece for the most part of the band. Was was he the original brains behind the whole operation? And how has it been to transition away from that? Well, he was, he was one of the many brains that have been part of Guar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he was a very uh, pivotal point of it. Right. And he was a he was definitely the spear, tip of the spear for sure. Uh. Um, it's been tough. Uh, as Blothar stepped in and took over the helm, it's been it's been very nice. I've I've been very appreciative of it. Right. Thank you. You're welcome. You're we have welcome. a special bond. <laughs> yes, we have a special bond. We you know. Right. I'll see you later in the show. <laughs> <clears throat> but, um, yeah, but uh, it, it was it was devastating. But Guar has always and will always move forward into the future. Right. Yeah, he still owes me fucking twenty bucks. I know, right? I think I'm not collecting on that in the afterlife. Yeah, you're you're crazy. Take that up. <laughs> but you know, I mean, uh, uh, you know, the human slaves of Guar, as I said, you know, at, at, uh, coming together in art school, uh, uh, the human slave of, of Odorous, a fellow named Dave Braggy, uh he had a, a crazy rock band called Death Piggy. Uh, 
there was another guy who uh, had a studio very near him that that uh, had a a, a, a a sort of a movie that he was making, mm. uh, and that's how Guar got started in the uh, in, in the human world, right? Like, you know, the, the, those are the the origins of Guar, um, and uh, <clears throat> you know certainly. Uh, so Guar has always been more of an ensemble effort than mm. people credit. Right. Uh, people want to give credit to one do. person because that's yeah. how we're used to thinking about it. But things. that's why Guar was able to keep going mm. because uh, because it is uh, there's actually all people didn't understand what it actually was. Right. There are actually a lot of individual uh, brains that come together to make. And, and there is, you know, certainly the most amazing thing to me about Guar is that uh a group of artists and musicians are able to work together in this way to create something. Right. Uh, you know, go, Slipknot, you don't know who makes those those outfits. Right. You know, Kiss, who made Kiss? Who made those costumes? Nobody knows that. In Guar, those people are the human slaves of the band that are in the band. Uh-huh. So, you know, they, 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 they are part of us. They don't work for us. So you guys have always resisted taking on a lot of, like, outside help? It's always, like, felt yeah, like more of a... Self-contained. Mm. Uh, art, is, uh, you know, is a big part of it. I think that it's uh, more of an artistic movement because you're, you're cramming all these creative things together in one big pile to create guar. Right. So the music and the art both support each other heavily. Mm. That right. makes sense. And it's unusual. I mean, I, I've looked, being a bit of a historian myself, I've looked, I can't find anything that's like it. I don't know, the Boy Scouts maybe. <laughs> does <laughs> when it, do I get my badge? Does it feel like something that could go on forever? No, <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, it's not going to get passed next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like something that will go on as long as the artists that create it want it to go on. Mm. Uh, I think uh, I think that's the important personnel that are that, you know uh, and 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 if anything I think that that we've we've learned that it's difficult to pass this torch, mm. which is what something that, another reason that I think it would be not go on forever. Right. Um, it's very hard to get this uh, mentality, the aesthetic, the understanding of what Guar truly is. Right. There's a lot of sacrifice involved. Right. And and most people that want to make music and art are looking for a quick fix when it comes to success and that's not what guar is you talked about the difference in this band and the band that's riding around in a tour bus wearing jeans and t-shirts right right you know this is this it's not a glamour gig man. it's a commitment <laughs> to an outlandish amount of effort that's right that you have to believe in it yes. to yes. such an extreme yes. extent that it's will you're willing to forego any sort of like rational explanation of Absolutely. the time and effort that it yep. takes to Absolutely. do this. And there's a lot of loyalty uh, in a weird way, in a fraught family, fucked up, fighting, I hate you kind of way loyalty <laughs> that exists in the band that keeps it together. You know, and, and it's something that's I've not been able to replicate. I haven't seen replicated in the world. I think Guar is truly unique in the in, in that way. Right. That's so interesting. So, uh, odorous spirit lives on in the comic book. I'm assuming. Yes, sir. Yeah. Is that is that is it is it like he's always going to be oh. part of that universe, even if we don't necessarily see him on stage? Yeah, of course, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, odorous is. Uh, you know, I mean, he he like you said, he was the mouthpiece of the band, and he was. Uh, uh, you know, his humor style. Uh, you know, the 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 things that he brought. Uh, you know, I think it's all still there, uh, but he's not. 
However, in other forms, right, uh, the comic book and, and films and things mm. like that that, that we're making, uh, Odorous is going to be a part of it. Do you have bright hopes for like how you could maybe take the Guar universe and translate it into other things? Nowadays, we just see every brand name, every sort of band, entity, etc. There's like a, a rush to make a movie about him, to make a documentary about him, to make a series yeah. about him, etc. Like we're, uh, we're in like a slow crawl to do that. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, we've made movies. You know, we've, we made a couple. Right. Um, we haven't had the big Hollywood, uh, you know, sort of budget to do something like that. Um, the Netflix documentary is an easy sell to me. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that would be, yeah. you know, you could tell the story of doing this for so right. long. There's so many interesting plot lines that have happened right. within the band and I'm sure a lot of the fans don't even know about. And we're working on it. Yeah. We, we have, we there's a documentary that. that's in that's in the works. Um, you know, I mean, it's 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 it's. Difficult to, I don't know. There's there's a lot to say. There's a lot to the story. Right. Uh, there's there's this there's this story, and then there's the story of the the humans that that have worked on it for so long. And and in a lot of ways, that human story is maybe a little more interesting. Right. And Who it's knows? it's almost like there could be a time where you decide, let's lay it all out on the table. Let's let everybody know everything and really break shit open because you know to a certain extent you guys have to hold on to the characters to a certain extent we've managed and i think that uh, and i think that that we, we we have done this successfully by and large that uh absorbing the characters into our sense of who we are that i don't feel like i'm playing a character i'm yeah. not playing a character i'm blothar right uh uh there's you better believe that odorous was Dave Brocky, Completely. Right? Completely. <laughs> Those were, you know, they're, they're, so, I mean, in a way, we're already doing that. Uh, one of the cool things about Guar is, I mean, that that history of, uh, of uh, two guys working together and, and being very passionate, uh, you know, uh, the other guy, uh, Techno Destructo, mm. right, was, was sort of the initial mortal enemy of Guar. And in a lot of ways, those struggles and the things that go on stage, especially in the early days, maybe less so now, but uh, they always reflected what was going on in the band with yes. the personalities. There was the actual band. fights yeah. up on stage. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's always had its bearing to, uh, you know, this is the way we see the world. This is the way we see reality. Right. Yeah. Well, so there were fights between you guys on stage because I was reading about how you guys used to fight fans all the time. Like oh, it was just yeah. like kind of required that you would just go to war with fans who just got up on stage. Nowadays at like rap shows, you get up on stage, there's a bunch of bodyguards who are going to tackle yeah, you off. That's the pretty stage. much what happens at a gore show. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. That, it's kind of had to change into <laughs> I mean, that. If it's not us, it's yeah. like nine bouncers. <laughs> no, I mean, we, yeah, we get attacked, you know, by fans. We get it, but <laughs> there are times when we've had to fight the bouncers, and that's yeah. no lie. Oh, yeah. More than once. That's great. I've, I've, yeah. I've seen that. I saw Hatebreed fight some fucking bouncers, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, these yeah. bouncers do not stand a chance. Well, those I had to tell a bouncer you know, he's getting in the way of the show. Right. <laughs> you want to diss hate breed real quick? Let's do this. No, 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 no. I, I wasn't. I wasn't going to diss hate breed. I was actually talking about the 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 bouncers. Like you know, the, those knuckleheads don't like to get wet. Right? No. Mm. So you have. Uh, I mean, and there's a couple of different kinds, right? You got you got the bouncer that's wearing the yellow uh, rain slicker, and he's been at you know he's he's a big muscly guy who's been around the block, and then you got the dudes who think they're in the secret service yeah. with the little thing in their ears. They get the those dudes don't like to get their fucking Gucci wet. You yeah, know? so those are the ones we have trouble with. Right, damn. Can you imagine the Guar Gucci collab? 
I can imagine <laughs> that happening. Like they got, they did it with Gucci Mane. Like a corner could be that a far Gucci away. Gucci cock bag or what? Yeah. Would it be? Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Gucci coochie. Gucci coochie. I would just like to see you guys genuinely just out there in some nice little like Gucci warm up outfits or something <laughs> like that. A little polo shirt. That'd be cool, man. That's what I want. Try, yeah. try out something different, you know. I want a pair of hammer pants. That's what I want. Yeah, oh. then you dance around Big. with some hammer pants. Yeah, I, I want to look like that. Sinbad. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. You kind of a Sinbad vibe. Actually, no, you kind of remind me of Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, all <laughs> right. That's a, that's that's a big compliment. Right? I mean, what's he on Family Feud now, or what is he doing? Yeah, is he still know. on there, or is that Drew Carey now? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? The worst thing that ever happened to They're me in my life. They're the same dude. I went to I went I went to a girl. I was with a girl. We're at the club. We go back to her house. Start making out. I go to try to undo her pants. She said no. I'm like okay, but why? She said Steve Harvey told me that I need to wait like. 20 weeks before I sleep with a guy. I'm like, Steve Harvey told you that? She goes, no, well, I have his book. And she pulls out the book and starts showing me the part where Steve Harvey's telling her that she shouldn't have sex for this ridiculous period of time. Jeez. That really kind of hurt my feelings. Yeah. I'm like, Steve Harvey's <laughs> cock blocking me right now. He yeah. doesn't even know Via it. the book. And for you know no reason. Does. So you could be on the bestsellers list. You know he's full of Thanks shit. Thanks a lot, Steve. Yeah. Any girl that made him wait 20 weeks is dumped. I can promise you that. 20 weeks. Get the hell out of here. What, the, what do you think you got down there that's so special? <laughs> um, no, but that's the crazy thing, too, is that now his daughter the other day was involved in a hit and run. What? Yeah, she got in a crazy-ass car accident and just ran, apparently. Oh, jeez. And she's dating Puffy. She's like 23. She's Holy dating moly. fucking Puffy. He's like 50-something. Jeez. Well, at least they're going to have good lawyers. <laughs> yeah. I figured I'd just hit you guys with some uh, facts. Do you still have a problem with Dave Grohl? Has that been swept under the rug? Uh, I don't think there was ever a problem with him. I mean, really. Okay. Yeah, well, well, Odorous did say that he had to take his teeth out so he could suck more corporate cock. Right, and it uh, sucks that Dave It's Grohl, all a good fun. I, I watched all, a clip uh, of Dave Grohl talking about it on stage, and he was so happy. He was, yeah. yeah. And that, that really awful. pissed me off. I'm like, Dave, you're supposed to play this up. No. You're supposed to get mad, man. <laughs> he, yeah, he, 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 he's a great guy. Yeah. Oh, and okay. he always has been. And and I, I, we keep talking about Richmond, Virginia. Uh, it's very close to Northern Virginia, uh, uh, where actually a lot of the human slaves of war come from that area, and so does Dave Grohl. So oh, yeah, you know, okay. those are the uh, uh, before he was in Nirvana, he was in a band called Scream, mm. which is a punk band from Washington D.C. And before right. that, he was in a band called Dane Bramage, which was basically his high school band from. And, and we've been we've been running around with that dude since those times. So. Oh, okay. So yeah. so all's well on the Foo Fighter front. It's right. kind of a shame that we'd never see like a Foo Fighters tour with Gore opening up. That just doesn't uh, sound like amazing. it would make sense. But it would it would be now, a beautiful you know, thing. We can't open for anybody. Nobody yeah, wants that to get. Happen, yeah, huh? they don't want to get their shit wet. You know, mm. like like the the fan. You know, they don't want the fans to be wet and. Uh, and and not to mention that Gore is a pretty hard act to follow. Yeah, so. right. You go up there in your jeans and your t-shirt, and it's like, yeah, well, it's like there's there's no gonna step down, even if they like those songs more or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, you know, I I think that we do that 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 it does work. It's just that people haven't been willing to give it a chance. Yeah. Because if the band if the band has a big enough following, and if the people are the people are into it, you know. They're not disappointed, you know. Right. They know what they're getting, and and I think we showed that when we did the Warp tour. Yeah, you know, and we're playing uh, in front in front of Andy's uh, band, you know, the the sort of 
black-eyed brides or whatever they are. I wish they were called black-eyed brides. Black-eyed brides. Black-veiled brides. I totally understand that you want to disrespect them because I fucking hate that shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, you know, I do like that they worked out so much in the parking lot. They were, you know, their was bus was just filled with gym equipment. Oh, that's right. It was the yeah. trailer full of gym equipment. Yeah, they were back there on hippity hops and shit. Fucking <laughs> wow. Respect to them for doing that, though, because I have can only imagine, I, I've never been on Warped Tour with, like, touring, but I've, like, had a lot of friends who told me about it and it sounds like just a brutal, it's like heavy brutal. metal summer camp <laughs> yeah but is that weird for you guys because you're fairly ancient in comparison to a lot of the bands oh yeah well we there just was a, there's a few other ancients on yeah there. yeah we, the ancients would park together ah. and we'd sit I, I kept i did keep thinking the whole time i was out there i was like wow man if i was 22 years old this would, this be, would be really awesome fun. as shit exactly. but i'm not yeah. so it sucks <laughs> <laughs> but does it really like genuinely suck does being on tour ever genuinely suck because you guys have been doing it for so long it's like you gotta really just appreciate every part of it at this point right uh, appreciate every part <laughs> okay of it. that might be an yeah. exaggeration yeah. really no i mean at work tour was particularly difficult because there wasn't really anywhere to go yeah mm. and, the, and the for, heat was a yeah, very oppressive most rather of out it. in the loud parking lot full of a bunch of idiots that look like the chick from new year's day and you're playing in the middle <laughs> of the day, day and you guys are new out year's here Eve, obviously whatever. having the types of bodies and natural human flesh that you have all over you or whatever it's like that's probably really bad was that the hottest tell me the hottest show the most unpleasant show <clears throat> god there's too many i mean we played in phoenix on the warp tour and it was Something like 115 degrees outside. Oh, I, I really think the Vegas one was because we were on the asphalt. Oh, yeah. And it was just baking it. Like, I think on the asphalt, it was like 120 or something. It was, it's surface of the sun, basically. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, and, and so we, we got these ice packs to put up under here. Wow. And those just like, melted they melted within the, before the first song was over. And then you're just wearing a bunch of water, you know, that is <laughs> stupid. And then, so, I mean, in that, like, what is your mind state on approaching that? Is it like, it's just like, don't gonna, die, don't yeah, die, don't die, don't, don't die. die. <laughs> Try to just, you have to take the other 23 hours a day to just be like, I'm just going to try to prepare myself for the fact that I have to keep doing this every fucking day. <laughs> pretty much, man. Pretty much. Like, in, in that situation. You know, and, and the regular shows are not not quite not quite that. You right. Know I mean? It's not the go-go. You're playing yeah. in a nightclub. It's one thing because... Yeah. I mean, we play yeah. some hot, sweltering nightclubs, though. I mean, mm. you know, the, uh, at least at the Warped Tour, it was outside, so you did get a little bit of breeze and something like that going. You know, we played some shows that... that uh, uh, you know, especially when the altitude becomes involved. Oh, um, yeah, Mexico was crazy. Yeah, we, we oh, played yeah. in Mexico. Nobody told me that Mexico yeah. City was like way up in the mountains. I, I just you know. suck at wind immediately. Yeah. So, so you hear about that about like Denver all the time, yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't have thought that about I mean, Mexico. When you're singing and fighting and running around like a crazy person, then yeah. altitude hits you. You're just like, <gasps> you ever feel like you really just didn't deliver on a show because of it was just too much and you just sort of had a shitty show and you felt bad? People get sick. Mm. Yeah. And uh, and we do it. I mean, we've done shows with people with uh, uh, not not people, but uh, members of Guar vomiting right. yeah. all over each other, like yes. literally, you know, as sick as could possibly be. Yeah. Right. Um, show must go on. Yeah. And uh, and and in those situations, <laughs> I think sometimes maybe the fans got a little less than. <laughs> but with Guar, you're always getting more than you paid for yeah, because for we're sure. not a bunch of dicks staring at our shoes wearing fucking jeans and t-shirts. Yeah. Right. Have you had to? Uh, Tighten up your lifestyles a bit. I know earlier you were saying that you basically are here on earth just to do drugs and everything, but I'm sure that as you get older, it becomes a little bit tougher to live that lifestyle that made sense when you're 20, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I think you were just saying this the other day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, I, I may look heavy to you, but I've literally lost 700 pounds. Yeah. When I was a wow. kid, I weighed 1,000 pounds. Yeah, it was wow. very impressive. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It, it's a... Uh, but yeah, I mean, certainly uh, you have to uh, <laughs> eat your Wheaties, do yeah, some working we, we, out. <laughs> we feel we feel things now for mm. sure. Uh, you know, now now we have chiropractors and massage therapists come to the show. So wow, yeah, that's the future for sure. <laughs> Guar actually tried to enter the feminist future by having a woman join the band. It didn't exactly work out. Well, there, there was a woman already in the band before that woman showed right. up. Oh, really? A long and the time. woman before was actually way better than the woman that showed up <laughs> later. Oh, so you replaced her with another woman. Well, we didn't quite replace her because if we replaced her, then that woman would have worked out. But she was not that good of a replacement. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then you guys are in the awkward position of your guar, your aliens, but now you're arguing on Facebook about right. this, which yeah. is probably uh, not a reality. I think the slaves were doing it. I don't yeah, think right, any of them. That was very stupid. But it's not a position that Guar probably necessarily sees themselves really. No. That's not where you want to be at. Look, Guar, I mean, no, right? you're right. You know, I mean, if, <laughs> if she measured up to the strong female character that we had beforehand, then it wouldn't have been a problem. Uh, yeah. But she was no match for Slemmitz Driving. Slemmitz Driving right. was the shit. And from its inception, Guar has had a female presence. Mm. And uh, and only within the past sort of decade or so has that gone away. Yeah, okay. Uh, and so with, with Volvatron, we were trying, you know, because the original Guar woman, Slyminster Hyman, uh, and then and even before that, there were some that predated her, but yes. they were always there. Uh, and and uh, Slyminster was sort of the, 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 the best example. I mean, she... she developed her uh her image uh, in a way that was very uh very feminist yes. and mm -hmm. and very strong uh and 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 was able to move and dance on stage without feeling objectified she owned that mm. yeah she was very uh, and, very and, formidable right. yeah and that that issue was difficult for uh volvatron the one the the one that we got to replace her. She she really I think was more interested in singing. Yeah. Uh, but you know the band, we have singers. We've got we've got me. Then we've got so, some other people in the band that sing. So mm. I mean, what we needed was somebody who she didn't have to dance, but she had to at least move. Yeah, right? move the body, baby. Come on. <laughs> she broke a rib on stage. <laughs> What's that? She broke a rib on stage. At the very last show, yeah. a drunkenly uh, yeah, attempt was, to right. do a leg drop and then broke her rib somehow. There was a lot of things that when I was like doing my research on Guar the other night that I was just like, wow, this just sounds so insane. Like, fucking, <laughs> they, they, they kicked the girl out because she fucking broke a bone on stage being no, drunk? Uh, I don't know. There was other reasons. No, oh, yeah. Right. She broke that bone because she was fucking drunk hammered so, hammered but you have to be pretty damn drunk to really compete with what i would i just assume that guar has to be pretty understanding about drinking to some extent right like you gotta yeah, get really but, drunk for know, guar to be, be like this to is too gig. much yeah you gotta be able to do the gig come right. on yeah. you know you break a rib you do some dumb crap then you know you're out well you remember what you said earlier about uh you know growing up and things getting a little harder you mm. know i mean like uh, drinking doesn't make that any easier no, not right? at all no, yeah. uh, so you've got uh uh, you've got, you know, let's just say we don't need more of that. Right. <laughs> Trying to keep a, a sort of sane environment on the on the. Yeah, list. I mean, you know, this is a band that's had a lot of personal tragedy. Yeah. Uh, two members that uh, that died, not counting some other ones who people don't even know about yeah. who are in the band that have died. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and that, that that's a that's a powerful loss. Like, it's not like we need to take on uh, some people who whose identity is based in, in in getting fucked up all the time. Yeah, I hear that. I don't want to drag anything up to the surface that might be too much to discuss. But are you guys uh, still having issues with Odorous's human form's father? Was that a, a real issue? Uh, no. no, he's dead. <laughs> he's gone. Oh, yeah. Wow. So problem solved. <laughs> No but I mean, the stuff that was put out in the media about there's, you know, stuff about the ashes sounded really crazy. Like if you yeah. guys wanted to convince the world that you're actually psychopaths, some yeah. of that stuff in the media I was mean, like, what? Right. Yeah, I think yeah. they were I think they were under the uh, misconception that it would be like a garbage bag full of ashes, like a body's not this small. How did you get rid of that? What you I know? was reading, though, it made it sound like it was almost like a little Coke bag no, type situation. No, no, absolutely no. not. OK. No, it was it was uh, done in a respectful way. They just kind of blew it out of proportion for <laughs> well, their own Not to mention means. that <laughs> they stole the ashes. Yeah, uh, have you <laughs> yeah, we got to the corner. We broke in. <laughs> yeah, but what you do know, you do? You know how understanding the police are when you're trying to claim a body, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you know, no, we had fucking permission. Mm. Yes. So yeah, this, uh, you on know, the, the face of it, the media is fucking stupid yes. man I, they don't I, do their research no. most of the time it's like ask some people who knew who were there right because <laughs> when you guys said like like there was i read all these headlines that i immediately figured out weren't true about guar with the female member and stuff acting like it was like oh guar got a female singer and it's like oh yeah you really want that to be true so right, you yes. had a good headline it was an that agenda day, huh? <laughs> yeah. no, i mean no I, I was looking at it the other day guar, it was in one of the big metal mac guar confirms right. new female lead singer nobody fucking nobody confirmed, confirmed they that. just want it to be true yes. so bad because yeah. it's a good headline yeah i mean sometimes i understand what trump is saying right i mean like <laughs> these, these they, they do news, make uh, shit up they make shit news, up right you know but i mean uh, you guys aren't terribly sympathetic characters it's like we don't get, <laughs> so what if we got to hurt a few guar members feelings right right but, but you know i mean like but but speaking of the ashes the uh the human slave that was dave brocky actually did get his own resting place uh we put it in hollywood cemetery uh what was that august uh Hollywood yeah. Cemetery is not so far it's away. In, well, no, no, it's in, it's in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, there's a Hollywood in Richmond, Virginia. It's actually uh, a very famous cemetery. It's got a bunch of presidents, presidents buried there, and uh, uh, actually, it's probably most known for its extra, like huge amount of of a, a mass grave that's yeah. underneath a pyramid. There's full lots of, of Confederate yeah, soldiers buried there. Yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah. Wow. So they've uh, made erected big pyramids right. uh, there. And so, you know, Odorous has his place there now. Okay. They, what, well, you know, what's crazy is that uh, Tupac's former band members, uh, Thug Life, like his former group, they smoked his ashes <laughs> in a blunt. Yeah. I mean, they, they talked about this on DJ Vlad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we should have done that. We didn't save <laughs> enough for all that. We had to split That's it up a lot. With dad. I mean, everybody was getting their cut of the ashes. I mm. mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I want to hang around with like. MC Search just smoke some fucking. Is that his name? MC, MC Search. Search. Is it Search? Chris. MC Search, the, the white guy from. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Oregon. yeah, yeah. That dude. Yeah. The weird guy that got almost killed by Hammer or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. Man, speaking of DJ Vlad, he was, he's, yeah. I just watched him explain that whole story recently. Yeah. 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 I want to hang out with him and, yeah. and, and smoke the ashes of Tupac. Right. So oh, that, that'd be cool. That's the kind of rapper that you guys would be looking to spend some time with. What about like a 6ix9ine or like a... Yeah. Uh, no? Jeez. Uh, Come on. I'm going to fit in with Guar. Uh, 
You know, it, you know it, it's. It, I, I don't understand the the the, the rainbow unicorn. Yeah, that's aspect the part I'm that. kind of trying to wrap my head around. Like little pump him. All those guys kind of have that look. Uh, what's that? Uh, Post Malone, all those dudes. Well, he went with the full face tattoos. That's almost it's almost well, it hard seems to, to be a prerequisite now, like face tattoos, but, but gl- I mean, glittery hair. Post Malone was already so big and so famous, and he so clearly did not need to get those face tattoos to get some kind of attention. With six nine, it's like a big part of why people were paying attention to him was because he had a giant six nine all over his face. Right. Yeah, Post Malone doing it was sort of and, and and getting the words always tired too. It's kind of like damn, dude, just take a nap. Six yeah, nine out of well, jail now, or no? But he's snitching his ass off. He might be out soon. Yeah. <laughs> a lot is of he them... making records in jail? No, no. He's getting booty fucked <laughs> yeah. by some big over the really, phone. Yeah, totally, man. I mean, he's, he's you know... orange is the new blacking it up in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, look, we hang out with Ice Ice T. I mean, you know, that's a guy who supported Guar for a long time. Yeah, he gets uh, us, and he's and he's fun. He's a fun guy. Um, Seems like a great guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he is. And you know, I mean, but. Uh, six nine. I mean, it's a, it's a weird thing. And like, like you said, this whole generation of rap where, where they, they all seem that a little sleepy, right? Like <laughs> it's like, oh, what the fuck are they talking about? Fair enough. I'm wearing a Chief Keef shirt. He's kind of like the the OG king of mumble rap. Of well, sort of I just, mean, you know, I'm sure that there's somebody who does it great, mm. but oh, he's one. Yeah, I mean, that, but you know, there's certain things where you hear a rapper rapping sounding really leaned out, and it's kind of like. Couldn't you at least maybe just do a little bit of an upper or something yeah. before you made the song? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Do I a say, little bump before you come in. I mean, I say that about interviews too. Is it's like you know, there's nothing fun about interviewing somebody who's a Zan head. You bring me a coke head, yeah. we can have a blast. We're have a good interview here. Right. The same thing that's the most annoying thing in the world when a cokehead corners you and you're sober and they're oh. just talking to you and you're just like, Jesus Christ, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> On camera, that stuff is the best human theater you could probably ever find. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. You guys never hung out with Charlie Sheen? No. Uh, no. I would no. like drink some of that tiger blood, though. Yeah. Mm. I'd love to hang out with Charlie Sheen. That'd, that'd slamming eight gram rocks. That'd be a trip. Yeah. 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 I mean, because we're rocks. slamming those every night, too. Yeah, I think mean, we've been in the neighborhood of Emilio Estevez. But, yes. But, like, you know, uh, I mean, because we, we did work with uh, 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 Alex Winter from uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes. Oh, Alex yeah. Winter is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Cusack. Yeah, big war fan. Really, Come, yeah. comes to shows. Oh, that's In fact, wasn't uh, they try to develop a theatrical version of Fear and Loathing? Yeah, and that's uh, I think we were working on uh, doing some production and props for them. Oh, right, pretty so cool. The, the there's a lot of closet gore fans all around the world that you oh, guys no, sort yeah. of know about. There's just people who just happen to be like when you find out that somebody's a Harry Potter fanatic. There's just some guy who's just a gore head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. I we're grateful, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's an honor for us to have Ice T uh, come and play the barbecue and, and and be a guy that just really digs what we're doing. You know, it's like, I mean, there's a lot of Guar fans that 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 you that it does take me by surprise. Uh, I come, of course, I'm blanking on who those might be. Right <laughs> now, but, you know, I mean, people you don't never you never even think of, like you know, a country guy, like Hank Williams the third. What? Huge. You know, the, wow. uh, yeah. Uh, like, I mean, when, when, when Odorous passed, he uh, sent us a, a, a request that he wanted to, he had bought a mask from the Slave Pit, which is a production company that makes uh, a lot of the Guar equipment. Um, and uh, he wanted to put that mask on stage every night and uh-huh. have this sort of uh, uh, Tribute. homage to, yeah. 
to Odorous. Yeah, so he's a, a big fan. Yeah, wow, that's so cool. Good guy. How has uh, Guar adapted to the social media age? Not as good as six nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting better at it. We're getting better. At right. It. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're we're trying. You know, we hired a social media manager. Oh wow! You yeah, sound like a you, stupid job. That sounds is so it? modern. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> social media manager. But it, it's we need so, managing. We need managing to me across is, the board. It's the most obvious thing in the world that, of course, Guardian is a social media manager. Yeah. But it's just so strange to imagine. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. Like you what guys are he? fucking Elizabeth Warren over here. Or some <laughs> yeah. shit, you know? No, no, yeah, no. He, he, he's a wizard. He's like a, like a little three and a half foot tall wizard. Yes. That's our social media manager. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. You ever think about uh, potentially turning him into an alien of sorts, <laughs> having him with a costume, even if he's just I like mean, a, he can turn himself. He's a wizard. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it is ridiculous that Gore needs a social media manager, but but we do. These are the times we live These in. These are huh? the times we live in. Isn't that so yeah, true? You can't and you know, and it's not like anymore. it's not like, you know, you know how how older people are with technology. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Which well, button did I yeah, push? Yeah. I could imagine you guys with an iPhone. Just, <laughs> just bu button mashers, button mashers. Where's yeah. the Facebook? <laughs> yeah. No yeah, we, we had a show about that, actually. Oh, okay. A yeah. social media where Gore actually fought the it, internet. We didn't understand what the internet was. Yeah, we oh. thought it was something we could fight. Yeah, we thought it, we thought we could kill it. <laughs> hey, what, what is the barbecue like exactly? It's a great old time. Yeah, it was. You know, we, we're probably going to bring it back at some point in the future, but we've uh, suspended it for a while. But it was, uh, you know, it's something that started out as literally a barbecue with some rock bands playing mm. uh, and then grew into a, a, a festival, which is a rock festival where you have a bunch of metal bands and, uh, um, you know, and Body Count played one year wow. and, and uh, Hate Breeds played it. Oh, uh, nice. we, had, we had MC Chris on it one time. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, and so you have a... Now, MC Chris is actually on the Guar album, the yeah. new Guar album, by the way. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, he he does one of the. Yeah, we love Chris. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And uh, you guys should have been on Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, I man. know, right? Yeah, we we wanted to fit be, right you know, on in. That would have been an obvious uh, an obvious placement. Well, anywhere yeah. on Cartoon Network would be great. Mm. Yeah, Carl. I mean, Carl might as well be in Guar. You know? Yeah. <laughs> do you, Do you have that? mentality still because i was i was reading something that maybe it was the late 90s or so that you guys really believed that gore was like over at a certain point and then there ended up being a sort of resurgence there uh, was a down period that yeah. that was followed by uh you know i mean uh and gore <laughs> you talk sometimes this this uh genre fluidity that you rather than gender fluidity <laughs> that you're talking genre about fluidity. our genre fluidity it's not always to your advantage right you know uh, you, it can it can make things hard in the marketing department uh and i think that uh guar got a little away from the metal thing and uh the 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 audience dipped for a while uh, but the band did resurge uh um, and what I see a lot at shows is, uh, and, and especially since the Warp Tour, um, there's a lot of young people at Guar shows. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. Way more than you would think. There's a lot of old people there, too. Yeah. But I would say mostly it's, there, there's, yeah. it's, young, it's a young crowd, man. Yeah. Right? It's kind of, it's interesting, though, because in my head right now, I'm imagining a crazy Netflix documentary or a cartoon or something like that, and that because Guar is such an idea that I could totally imagine just a huge surge of 
popularity coming through just because it was sort of blasted out in the right way. I like the way you think. See, I should be the social media manager. (laughs) Let's do it all. You're fired. (laughs) No, I mean, I think, you know, you mentioned marketing before. It's like, uh, you know, the giant dicks always kind of get us in trouble with these types of people. Uh, The suits of the room are like, can you lose them? And we're like, how? They're attached to us. Mm. But like Adam and Eve, they just got a couple of leaves there covering (laughs) it up. And that's worked for them since the beginning of time. Yeah, I mean, you know, people people get upset. You know, (laughs) Guar's got a lot of warts, man. I mean, like, it's not like, you know, we're not going to be holding the tube of toothpaste. Blothar uses Aqua Fresh, you know what I mean? But I feel like as the, the world has changed that like maybe guar could be more acceptable in those sort of circumstances it's you're a, right i could imagine it, it yeah is, we're waiting for that day totally right i mean one <laughs> one one thing that we've seen is that guar is more acceptable in the uh what what i would call like the the sort of art establishment yeah really or the or the cultural establishment right mm. like guar guar has some fluency there Right. Um, and, uh, you know, so we get invited to, to do museum openings and to, to, you know, people understand that what we do is art. Right. And uh, and that it's unique. Uh, so uh, maybe not commercially, but uh, I don't know what you'd call that. Artistically, socially, uh, Guar has turned a corner in that way. Right. Yeah. That's so cool. Just to think about that. That sustained cultural relevance that you guys have managed to have in such an absurdly long period of time. It's very inspiring. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, anything in particular that we got to look forward to aside from this adorable comic book that I'm going to read later? <laughs> adorable? Is that a good word Adorable. Adorable. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's it, the comic book's coming out. The, the, it's a, the graphic novel. Um, we're working on a new record. Yep. Mm. Uh, There'll be new music next year or the year after that. Yeah, something like that. And uh, we're uh, hopefully some. There'll definitely be lots of new merch. We'll probably have some skateboard decks. We'll ooh. have some uh, underwear. Uh, I don't know what else. Uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, phone cases. I don't know. Like <laughs> pop sockets. You can yeah, spin yeah. your phone around. <laughs> we got guar cannabis coming soon. We got no jumper weed. You guys got your own hey, strain, man. right? We we are trying to get a strain. Yes, we right are now. Trying to get a strain. Who does strain. that? Premium flower. Boy, look at that. I know. Look, he's got a whole. Grew that, grew that in my backyard. Oh, it's a one, you, a one pound bag. Well, sometimes you need to smoke a pound. That, that's an afternoon right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's just how it is. That's for later. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, so there's no end to which boy will whore ourselves out commercially. So mm. that's coming up. Uh, that's exciting. But you know, I mean, we're we're always working on something. There's a lot of things we're thinking about. A lot of uh, you know, trying to get some. Uh, inroads into television and film and yes mm. you know, so we're working on stuff well i'm optimistic for sure um guar i can't believe that we, we made this happen this has been a yes. real honor guys thank you and it was a damn good interview yes. I was you did normally good. you get kudos yeah normally uh, you'd be dead by now yeah do we do we kill you now or what what are we doing i'm here? just very excited to see all of the no jumper subscribers who have absolutely no idea who guar is and like how their initial reaction is to this because i just don't even know what they're gonna think but there's good stuff to uncover there, guys. So. Hell yeah. Come check us out. Come check us out on the internet. Like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Guar, No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, fist bumps all around. Thank you, brother. Like, comment, subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Appreciate y'all.